Welcome back to the JJ Hour. If you're new here and this is your first time, not to worry, fifth time's the charm. So I'm your host, Jay, and with me I got my co-host, John, and this is going to be an hour-long, one-take podcast. It's going to cover a variety of topics in tech, politics, and current events. Specifically today, we're going to talk about electric vehicles. So John, take us away. Let's get right into it. So let's start by saying the top five electric cars in the world. And are we talking about electric cars, electric car makers? Let's talk about the electric cars itself. Okay. So my top near in my heart is going to be Tesla's Model S. I'm going to say that's probably the best, uh, you know, battery electric vehicle in the world right now. I'll follow it also with their Model Y, their newest, their newest one on on offering. Uh, just oh, let me interrupt for Go a ahead. second. You said that the the Model S is the is that the Plaid version or just the Model S version that's out right now? Just the Model S right now. The Plaid version will will obviously improve it, but even then, it'll still just be you know still the Model S, still the basically same body style, um, same interior, similar features. Right? It'll just be the the Plaid version is going to be the updated, upgraded version, especially when you're talking about acceleration and and. Um, engine performance things of that nature but you're still the performance version now with the ludicrous mode and they're you know 2.3 2.2 second zero to 60 time which is already mm-hmm. insane as is um so like, Audi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like i said second i'm gonna have the the tesla's model y that's a crossover suv another really good tesla vehicle but this is more uh, more economical, I think it starts at about 50,000, 49, 950s, you know how they like to say, but it starts at about 50,000 for the long range version, goes up to about 60 for their performance model. And then following that out, actually I like the Polestar 2. I like the Polestar more than I like the Model 3, which is kind of like its direct competitor. Yeah, I don't, uh, the Polestar looks more like a, uh, like it made, it looks like it's made with plastic in the front. It's not really my, my cup of tea uh, for the design features of the Pulsar. Right. But the features and stuff I kind of like. Uh, what was your, what was what were you saying before that one? Uh, with the Pulsar 2, it has the Android Auto. You know, that's one of the big features okay. on the Pulsar 2. I really, I really enjoy that for the Polestar. That's number three for me. Number four is going to be hmm, probably going to be a toss-up but four or five are kind of a, a close toss-up because i haven't really gotten to see either one a lot it's going to be the be neos e was it their their es8 es8 or ec7 uh probably the es8 is going to be is, is what on i like more and the then, big suv yes yeah, it's their suv well I, I like suvs I like bigger vehicles I like I like luxury sedans, like full size luxury sedans, and I like bigger vehicles, which is why I like the Model S, why I like the Model Y, and so their ES8, which is their their nice luxury SUV, I like, and then if not that one, it's gonna be closely followed by the Ford Mustang Mach E, which also uh, got pushed back on its you know debut, so it won't come out probably until tomorrow or I said tomorrow <laughs> next year, and so. Uh, you know, we haven't really got to see. I've got I got to see the Maki in person at the Washington Auto Show last year, but you know, they through the COVID they delayed the, the actual production of it for another year, and so we won't actually really get to see the real performance of it and how it actually performs in in reality. But on paper, I like the Maki. 
And that, that was uh, your whole top five? That's my, that's, that's my top five. So you're a little biased with the Y, but <laughs> the Y, uh, Sandy Moore said uh, the, the model Y is like engineering genius right there. So like my top one is probably going to be uh, the Model S. Okay. Uh, uh, and the Model X. The Model S and the Model X. I like the Model X for the design and like how you can put a baby in the uh, in the car without having to open the door and fit. The, it just looks really convenient to put a baby in. And then when it's raining, you can just put your baby in. That's and I love the style of it. Uh, I also like the Neo EC6. That is the Model Y of. It looks similar to a Model Y. It's like a crossover, uh, like a crossover sedan. Uh, it's like a sedan. It's the same as the Model Y. Right. Uh, the Chevy Bolt, I like because the the price, but I don't like the design at all. Say, I that just ugly like it vehicle. Because, yeah, I just <laughs> like the is, price. It is I, a good. Uh, it is a good vehicle. Yeah. It's a good economic vehicle, right? The prices hits very well for people. It has a good range. I think it starts brand new twenty twenty. Start to like thirty six thousand. And it has a good 260 miles of battery range. And so it's a, you know, it's a good vehicle, a good all around affordable vehicle. Yeah, it's the first one. It's the first electric car that I actually seen. It was okay. a Chevy Bolt. And it was, uh, uh, I was at a, in a program and the, the program lead uh, picked me up in there. And like, you like this? I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's kind of nice. Uh I really didn't like the. I really didn't like the interior. Like it's plain and boring, and it had no, no tech or anything in there. But yeah, that was. Uh, that was. Uh, it was nice. See, they had to fill up as much as I had to fill up, and it was just the first time I ever seen anything like that. And then my last one would be the Mustang. Okay. Uh, the Mach E. Uh, I always wanted a Mustang. Uh, it's the. It's one of the best one. The Porsche I won't be able to afford. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I named some that I might be able to afford, but <laughs> all the other electric cars that I like, I won't be able to ever afford. So, that is my top five. Okay. Uh, so, uh, where do you see the uh, OMs heading after this? Do you think that uh, old manufacturers like Ford and GM will be able to keep up with the demand of electric cars since they only produce in, like, maybe, like, one style of electric cars sure i just think that they're going to be behind you know as you know the automobile industry has had the u.s automobile automobile industry has had a couple of really rough rough spots in the past four decades and you know being bailed out during yeah, the obama bankrupt. administration um and even about 20 years before that also almost going bankrupt and in, in detroit having to kind of reorganize detroit you know which is um kind of where the head of all these of GM and, and them are all located at. But I think going forward, GM combining up with Rivian with their new uh, battery platform, right? You know, they're going to basically make a, a chassis, chassis with a with a battery platform and be able to sell that to other manufacturers so people can kind of design a vehicle on top of that. And so it's modular. Um, 
Ford has their Mustang Mach-E, but Ford also has a has a Fusion Energy, has a has another electric vehicle out there, and Ford's had a bunch of hybrids. They've been in the hybrid game for a while now with their RAV4. They're going to make another. They're going to make an F-150 or F-150, you know, type vehicle, Ford pickup truck type vehicle. It's going to be all electric, and so that's their number one seller. Right, and the F-150 is their their number one seller, and so they're going to get into the electric vehicle game. They'd be kind of behind, as most of these people have all been behind, right? They let the Teslas and the and the Fiskers, even though Fisker went out of Fisk, business, Fisker's yeah. kind of coming back now. That they sell their design, they're, they're coming back now. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They one hundred and sixty thousand dollars for a car plus that you can get a Model S for cheaper that does more. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> right, but 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 they let but they let these other companies right. They let the they let those companies. They let Tesla and the Fiskers and all these other companies that tried to do this. They tried to do that. They had to sell these really expensive cars and couldn't barely make it, or, and most of them failed, except for obviously everyone knows that Tesla didn't fail. Um, they let these companies kind of break the ground, do the market research, figure out exactly what people want, what kind of vehicle they need, and et cetera, et cetera. And now they're going to take advantage of that, right? They're going to take advantage of that and then create a, a vehicle that can match. And so I think GM and Ford and Chevy are all behind the game, but they're going Rivian to... Rivian and right. Pulsar and... and so they're gonna they're behind the game right now but they're they're playing right they're playing catch up they're now getting into it by 2025 2030 it'll be a different it'll it, you know all of them will have will have way more will have way more electric vehicle offerings and thus they'll kind of be back into it all right so so ford is actually was licensing their technology to nikola Mm-hmm. And we know, oh, well, for the people that don't under, know uh, what G- happened. GM, GM was licensing. Oh, yeah, GM was licensing. Sorry, my correction. GM was licensing their technology to Nikola that promised groundbreaking technology. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, for for a truck. Well, for people that don't know, uh, a brief summary of Nikola. Uh, let me say in quotation marks, this is... Uh, this is not my opinion. This is based on what I read, and I'm not making this up. That they're they rolled their truck down the hill, uh, and said they they talking all this hype about their electric vehicle and the technology they have. It's actually a truck, and it's actually been posted to my Facebook, which is crazy because I don't like the design of the truck at uh, all. That badger. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Badger. Oh my God, it just looks like a regular truck with annoying blue lights. Anybody, electric car companies right now think they could just throw blue lights on anything and and it'd be the top of the line, and everybody wants it. Uh, yeah, so like they was supposed to provide the technology for them. Uh, what do you see this ever happening, or do you just see that uh, they would just continue to just make their own vehicles and not license out their technology to other? Uh, other companies, right? I, I think it's going to be a combination of it. I think the big guys will be able to license out their technology so that some of these smaller companies, like like the uh, Rivians and, and Nicolas and stuff like that, or, or not Nicola because Nicola's more like Iran. Iran, they're kind of a fake company that's just doing it to <laughs> make money. You can't say that. But watch you can't me. Say that. <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, but the real companies that, that are really trying to go and these smaller smaller startups that are really trying to go don't have the money, don't have the research, don't have the the um, 
the time to do a lot of research development and to build their thing from the ground up. So instead, right, instead you can license it from GM, you can do your own design on top of it, right? As long as it fits the chassis and, and the and the specs of it with the, you know, weight class and, and size restrictions and things of that nature, you can you can design what you want within within that box, right? And then once you've designed within that box, you can now make it and so it's kind of changing what how GM is making vehicles. So that way GM isn't directly making the vehicles. I'm not saying they won't ever, you know, but right now by doing that, GM doesn't have to directly make their own electric vehicles and market and sell it, but they could still get a piece of the profit of the electric vehicle market, which, you know, in the next 10 years is, is going to, um, 10, 15 years is really going to dominate sales worldwide. Yeah. But uh, from what I'm seeing, GM doesn't have, uh, GM and Ford don't have no, groundbreaking technology that anybody else that can't come up with on their own but money wise have, right they don't have other people don't have other other companies don't have the money the resources the manufacturing factory space things of that nature to do it on their own right all those things are jim jim and ford has put billions of dollars into into this ecosystem to be able to create a vehicle in the first place right not not just we're not talking about just designing a vehicle right and and elon says it a lot you know making a prototype is easy you know making one is easy manufacturing and mass production is hard right and so gm and ford they can do that right because gm includes chevy buick gmc cadillac holden isuzu all those are all under the gm opel all those are all under the general motors brand and thus you know they have a whole wealth of supply chain that's literally international or worldwide they have a whole supply chain that you know me and you if we started up a company and we had the best design for ev ever we couldn't right we don't have that supply chain to make it efficient to make it cost effective right they can scale and so gm and ford can scale to ways that a smaller company would never be able to do on their own right it would take them years and years and years to scale up to that much um and so that's that's where they can make their money they can make their money by offering by basically selling that scale by selling the ability for to allow a smaller company to scale and now they get a piece of it and eventually then GM will just buy out the whole brand, right? It's kind of like with the Polestar, Volvo, you know, Volvo owns the Polestar brand. Polestar is a, a branch off of Volvo. And, yeah. and you know, as they succeed and do well, Volvo will own them and claim them and say, yep, this is us. And if they failed, Volvo can just like, step away and be like, yeah. yeah, we don't really know these guys. They stopped, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so they, they had that option. They have that option to be able to do yeah. that, and GM's gonna be able to do the same thing, right? At the Rivian, yeah, um, or even the Nikola. The Rivian looks nice, right? Yeah. Uh, Amazon buys a bunch of them. Amazon buys a bunch of them, right? The only reason Amazon is buying a bunch of the Rivians is because they don't bang with Tesla, like uh, <laughs> 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 they don't bang with Tesla. So that's the only reason. That's what I read. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. The other, yeah. yeah uh, what uh, VW is putting a lot of a uh, lot of money into electric vehicles from like the old manufacturer. They've been really trying to go electric, right? They have, and that's just because in Europe, uh, you know, Honda is doing the same thing, and yeah. and even the Audi and all of them, right? Yep, even Audi and oh, other people are all doing it too. It's because in 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 Europe, in most of these countries in Europe, 
even as of 2018 and 2016, they all signed these things that said, you know, no new ICE vehicles. When we say ICE, we're talking about internal combustion engine. Uh, so, you know, so gas and diesel. No new ICE vehicles sold after 2020 in Austria uh, and Britain says 2040, uh, but not, not including hybrids. And even in China says 2040, Costa Rica says 2021, Denmark says, uh, uh, you know, by 2020, they want to start pushing a lot of things right yeah france says no new ice vehicles sold after 2040 uh germany says no registration of ice vehicles by 2030 and that got passed by legislator and the cities can now ban diesel cars um so it's like all these european countries um have you know say 2030 2040 so next 10 you know 10 to 20 years you you can't sell your ice cars there it's like i said by 2030 2035 all these other companies are going to now have to offer a crap ton of, of battery vehicles in order to in order to stay alive, right? You know what I mean? In order to still sell in their home countries, you know, Norway and Portugal, Scotland, France, Germany, uh, Britain, Denmark, all, you know, their home countries, they now have to offer battery vehicles. And so that's going to be the big push. The U.S. doesn't have that yet. Maybe in the future we will. We'll see who wins the presidency. Probably not. But once everyone else goes towards that push, as you see, like with Tesla's, it, it kind of forces the automaker right forward. So I'm making their, their Mustang, new Mustang thing, even, um, Hummers, you know, even Hummers, the new, yeah. the new Hummer coming out is going to be all electric. Right? So, so in the new Bronco, right. The new the Bronco is going to be all electric. So, so right. So all these, all these legacy vehicle brands, Corvette, don't forget about yep, the Corvette. The Corvette. Yep. So through, all yeah. these legacy vehicle brands that are traditionally muscle cars and American cars, et cetera, et cetera, are now going to be, electric vehicles battery electric vehicles um so the next you know next 10 years it's gonna be a whole different game on what you're ordering what you're buying yeah what what do you think is going to change the public mind about electric cars because in the public in the public view electric cars are seen as exploded unsafe they drive like because uh, a lot of electric cars have like a uh, self-driving or self some type of self-driving feature well, mainly they only talk about Tesla, but uh, other cars have some type of drive assistive feature and uh, it tends to crash and make the news all the time versus like all the thousands of crashes. I think we have like million, a mil, two million crashes a year or something like that. Right. <laughs> right. I, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be time, but it's going to be about three, three or four major factors that, that changes. So one as we were just were talking about, you know, when all of Europe is basically going into this electric vehicle thing and, and all these U.S. manufacturers like Mustang and, and all these U.S. brands, right? Things that we are like America, you know, Bronco's American vehicle, right? The Mustang is American, you know, muscle vehicle, um, you know, a Hummer is American. You don't get more American than driving around the big ass gas guzzling Hummer. Like, especially with like when the H1, the first Hummer came out, right? That was like, <laughs> you don't get much more American than driving around and, and what, you know, what Six the soldiers blocks. are fighting in. <laughs> yeah. Six blocks. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're getting, you know, two miles to the gallon. But right. So when the, so when those vehicles are now going to be electric, people are still going to want that brand, right? People are going to still want a Ford F-150 brand because it's you know they we have a lot of brand loyalty and then so, so that's one right just as the brand starts shifting to electric people will now be more willing to test it out because now you know Ford's no longer going to talk crap about electric vehicles because they're selling one right and and you know all these companies are not not 
put so much disinformation out there because they're trying to make their sales too. So money's going to change it. So that's one. And then the other two big ones is going to be electric vehicles are way more reliable, right? It's a lot, lot fewer moving parts as well as yes. you don't have you don't have the preventive maintenance right you don't have oil changes you don't have transmission flushes you don't have all these belts and timing things you don't have the alternators you don't have all these things right that normally fell on a vehicle you know if you drive a really reliable old honda civic or ford torsh or something right that that goes hundred thousand miles you still have to replace the alternator your transmission might blow you're right your engine has all these issues you know on the oh, tesla smart, they, smart plugs, right oil changes, yep, changes you, you know uh, other than smoke. right other than tires right you don't have all these things and then with the with the regenerative braking you know, even your brake pads last for so much longer now. So you don't have all these all these maintenance costs that you do on a on a you know ice on a combustion engine car. You don't have that on the electric vehicle. And thus as as time goes by and people start seeing this and and there's electric cars in the used market that are reliable and working really well, people are like, Man, why do I wanna spend right? You know, I'm going to college and I only have a little bit of money to spend or I just got a cause up, you know, I'm buying a car and I only have a little bit of money to spend. Why am I gonna get this car that I know I'm gonna have to keep doing oil changes and transmission flushes and, and, and these things in? Why not just this car that that does everything I need to do and doesn't even have that, right? I never have to check the oil. I never check coolant or, or any of that stuff. And so that's going to be a big thing for people who just like simplicity, right? I don't care anything about the performance or how much faster or better it is. I just know that this is cheaper and more economical to buy this car and it's going to be, and it's safer. Right? A lot of the electric vehicles like yeah. Tesla's are, are considered some of the safer. So that's going to do it. And then the third is, is the, uh, as the battery technology improves, right? It's so like with the Tesla's battery day, not only is it gonna be cheaper, but it's gonna be more efficient. So now these cars are all gonna be getting over 300 miles to a tank, which is you know more than enough for, for yeah. 90% of the people in America to use. You know, you don't use 300 miles in the day for most no. of us in America. So once you're so once you're getting over that, now all your range anxiety is gone, right? You know, once you know you get uh, 300 miles That was miles our next day, question, by the way. Uh, <laughs> all your range anxiety yeah. is gone. And, and, you know, these barriers are now lasting 200,000, 300,000 miles, which is, they're already doing that, right? Tesla's showing that it already happens, but there's just not enough of them on the road for the, for the math to be there to prove it. But eventually, right, as more and more on the road for longer periods of time, people are going to be like, oh man, this Model Y has 600,000 miles, you know what I mean? And it's still up and running. What cars do you know nowadays can still be up and running, you know, with their original yeah engine and motor and stuff like that at 400 500,000 miles it's, it's yeah. rare right there's some out there there's a couple of honda civics out there still putting along but it's just rare but imagine if that's your luxury car which audi yeah. which bmw do you know that <laughs> that's still running at 400,000 miles you know with the touchscreens all working what bmw or car that is not a diesel car that gets 650 miles like we're pushing within the next year or two there's going to be a few cars that's gonna have over six hundred miles. Right. Over six hundred miles. Our 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 Cybertruck that we ordered for a disclaimer, we ordered a Cybertruck. <laughs> he has a Model Y. Full disclaimer. Uh, that we ordered the one with six hundred plus miles on it. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. They're dual motor so, one. Yes. So they safer. Uh, they safer. Like we have sixteen thousand four hundred and thirty eight uh, crashes, accidents with cars per day. And with Teslas and these electric cars, they don't have all the moving parts or all the the, the the space in the front is more free and can absorb more impact. 
Right, and uh, the, the big, big and crumble zone. Yeah, right. it has a better crumble zone, so you're going to be safer. A lot of the cars is going to have more better tech in there. Uh, uh, now they predict when, when uh, cars are coming into your lane. You got that with basic Fords and basic cars where you got that in-lane detection. Now you have like the cars that can drive, park yourself. Now you got cars that uh, have brake assist that brake before you can respond. So imagine all the technology that's going to go into these uh, cars. That's going to be my next question. How do we get people to accept full driving as a uh, uh, as a permanent feature in the electric car space? So first of all, I think self-driving is going to be a feature in, in the car space in general. Eventually, car space is going to be mainly electric car but you know as you know as you mentioned you know the these honda electras and and the honda sonata and 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 all these regular ice cars you know and even some of the hybrids all have these you know lane assist features right will make your wheel kind of turn back into a lane if you drive off cross traffic alerts um you know, being able to read the the speed limit signs and make you know to tell you for your adaptive cruise control, so it can read the speed not only speed limit sign but also can read the speed of cars around you, so it knows you know so it keeps you within the the speed limit of the cars around you. So these cars, like you said, right, these cars today in 2020 have these features already out there right now, right? There's a minivan yeah. that has this. You know, the Honda Odyssey minivans have this at, at you know regular prices. Cars already have yeah. this technology in them right now, and well, think, even the BMWs, are not uh, not the BMW, but the Benzes that are the really expensive ones, have the full not the full self driving. It's more like uh, the like like a, a broken down version of autopilot because right. it can go and stop. It's not like cruise control because cruise control it just With, goes right. right? So that, that's what that's what people are calling adaptive cruise control. Cadillac calls it super cruise, but most people super are calling cruise. it. Uh, but, <laughs> They do, but most of are calling it adaptive cruise control, so it can adapt yeah. to, you know, it can adapt to the environment around you, right? Like it can slow down if the car's in front of you are slowing down. It can speed back up. It's it's it's, it's no longer you say that fifty miles per hour, it only goes fifty miles per hour. Now you say that fifty miles per hour, and if a car gets in front of you or if, or if the car in front of you starts braking, it'll it'll slow down accordingly, and then once it's clear, it'll go back up to fifty miles per hour. So, so I think that's going to be. I mean, it's already more and more common if you buy a new car in 2020 your car is 90 percent, 80 percent chance your car has one of these features to it already right you know these are all considered safety features it already has some of these safety features on it already and um you know if you buy any car that's over thirty thousand dollars thirty five thousand dollars right now it has one of these safety features on it um and in in the future it's just going to be you know, more prevalent, right? And and not everyone's going to necessarily have it enabled because a lot of people still like to drive. Uh, it's going to take another while before people fully trust it and just for the numbers of it working very well to come out widespread to where people can say, like, yes, this works. But it's going to be on your car. Like I said, if you drive a 2020 vehicle right now, you have a, you have LiDAR. There's, there's no 2020, you know, vehicle out there right now, uh, a commercially vehicle, passenger vehicle out there right now that doesn't have a lidar system on the vehicle right now and you know so that's why that's how your camera if you look at your mirrors your mirrors have a little like blind you know shows a little icon pops up of if a car's in your blind spot that's that's using radar that's using lidar to do that and so your car has that technology in it right now 
every car in 2020 has it. I think it was mandatory from like 2019, 2018 for them to start putting that in the cars to have these certain driver assist uh, safety features is what they're calling them. And I think as self-driving gets fully licensed and regulated and rules come out with it, that's going to be the new seatbelt. Like it's going to be mandatory that your car has has this feature in it. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I see them now. You see them on all the commercials. Right. That- those, uh, those those features to me they not nothing compared to like what Tesla is doing with their uh, full self driving. Not none of them can pull up to uh, to Walmart when you come <laughs> out, and, and uh, I'm pretty sure they can even probably make it talk to you. The, your your car can literally fart. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Who do you think is going to lead? What country do you think is going to lead the way in EV to force other places of having it? So far, we have Europe is already leading the way, and then we have China leading the way. So, so do you think it's going to be like dominant? Because China could just change the rules. Do you think China is going to lead the way to force the world into say, hey, electric vehicles are here to stay. They're not these little toys. A lot of big truck people will be like, oh, I don't want an electric car. It's a little toy. You can't do this. It can't sure. do that. Your truck, electric truck can't pull this weight. Oh, they always have something negative to say. So, uh, who do you think is going to lead that way? I, I don't think it's going to be the United States, but do you think it's going to be China or Europe that's going to lead the way to make the whole world start? Sure, uh, I, th- I think I think variety, diversity wise, is definitely going to be Europe because really? they, yeah, because they already have so many different manufacturers already today making battery electric vehicles uh, and and, and yeah. you know and more coming out and so they have the diversity right whereas china is going to have one or two manufacturers doing it because they're going to no. be backed by china but there's not gonna, like even right now china doesn't have a whole lot of, of in-house got, manufacturers they like 30 they got over 30 30 people uh pushing out uh electric cars 30 different companies right but, mo- but most got- but right now for electric for for ice vehicles in china right most most vehicles in china aren't from Chinese companies and then and so right and so Chinese the Chinese government is backing Neo right now right they're putting all the money into yeah. Neo right now for it and 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 so you're not going to have a lot of diversity in how many different companies like actual like unique like I'm not an offshoot right you know, like like I said like GM owns a bunch of brands we're not talking about brands we're talking about different companies are going to do it whereas in Europe you have you know like if you have a BMW you can have an Audi you can have a Porsche right um, so you, you actually have different companies, not just different brands. You have different companies going to make the electric vehicles, which are going to compete against each other, which then gives you diversity, right? It gives you, it gives you competition. Um, you know, even, even the Mini Cooper has a, has a, you know, all the electric version of it. So now you have competition from these companies yeah. where there's diversity, whereas China is going to be a lot similar. Now China is going to have the numbers, right? Cause China is going to like, you know, they already said by 2040, they're going to be all electric and, and yes. they're going to, I mean, they're going, like you said, right? They're going, they've, they've just changed the rule, coming. right? They've changed yeah, the rule and, and they're going to force it. And so they're just going to make a bunch of vehicles, but they're not going to make a bunch of diverse vehicles, right? They're not going to have that competition diversity and they might not even export all their vehicles. Um, I, I, I see, I see it differently. So I think, I think China is going to come out with a bunch of a bunch of different vehicles because china is doing something they have n- haven't done for vehicles before they're showing chinese pride the government is pushing Chinese pride on electric vehicles right they want to 
They want to expand uh, Neo, of course. You got Xping. I don't like their cars. You got a few companies, Elite Auto, are just trying to come out and push their cars into other space, like in Europe, Australia, and eventually to the United States. And uh, a lot of their parts for the vehicles are already produced in China. So I think it would be easier for them to just build their manufacturing in China. You see how fast they build uh, the factories for Tesla in China. So all they do is start building their factories and then ship out. Sure, but then but that's still not but that won't be a Chinese company. It'll still be you know Volkswagen building a factory there, right? Or Tesla's American company building a factory there. It's still going to be other countries, and so I still think Europe, some European countries are going to still lead the way. And, and, and making diverse products. Now, in sheer numbers, you're going to have China, you know, the Neos um, and Xpings are going to have a, a numbers wise a lot of cars. BYD, where they're going to have a numbers wise a lot of cars, but it's not going to yes. be, it's not going to be a diversity in cars. Their cars are going to all be similar like they are right now. Their cars are very similar already. And, and so you're not going to have a lot of diversity and they're not going to export their cars. Not, not, not all, were, all those companies will export yeah. their cars. Maybe one of them will, but all those companies will yeah. export their cars. And, and part of that is just because, there's, you know, there's different rules and regulations on exporting your car, you know, from China to another country. Uh, other countries have rules on, on, the, on, the, on the taxing and, and exporting and tariffs and things of that nature. So it's not, it's not all of China. So I'm not saying China's just going to hide and, and hoard their stuff. I'm just saying that they're not positioned to sell their EVs to other countries where they will manufacture the same way they manufacture, you know, iPhone parts, right? The same way iPhone parts are made uh, in Taiwan and, and China and places of that nature and then shipped to America. It's still an American company doing it, an American company who owns the process. But yes, yeah, so a physical parts for a lot of things are going to be made in other countries. Yeah, that's including true. Including China, right? So and, and cheap manufacturer, cheap labor. China's good at that. Same as India. You know, I think India and China are definitely going to still be on top of that. Yeah. So riddle me this, Jay. Who is going to be the next Tesla? Who's going to be that second place to Tesla in the EV space? Like what car, what company you think is going to neither be there or overtake them? Hmm. That's a hard one. Um... If we're talking about worldwide, then I would say VW. Yeah, probably Volkswagen Group. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. Because they're, they're, they're not joking TV. about it. Yeah, they're they're, yeah, they're, they're on it. I, they're in it. They're putting money in, and they're putting real money and effort into and it time. and time into yeah. it. And so I think that they're gonna they're gonna come out and they're coming on. You know, we have the Polestar and they have a couple of the like little Volkswagen cars that are more you know. Generic what, I for, for Europe. Wait, the I, 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 yeah, ID3. Um, ID3. Right, and they have a couple other ones that are just, you know, that probably won't be really big in America, but will be big no, in these small they, cities and, you know, small European cities to get around. And so I think they're yeah. going to, they're going to do it right. And so I think Volkswagen, they're going to make a, a, you know, Volkswagen Beetle kind of one. And, yeah, and those cars are so ugly to, <laughs> like, to us, those cars. Those cars aren't beautiful. They aren't sexy. They like Tesla did it right. Sexy. They spelled it for you. Uh, <laughs> a sexy car. They spelled it for you. Uh, uh, I looked at the uh, ID two. Yeah, yeah, the ID two. Yeah, the ID three. Yeah, the ID four, which are all like slightly different. You know those and the small. Right. Yeah, they're, they're small. They're 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 not made for America market, but they're going to be big in Europe. 
they're going to be huge yeah. in Europe. Uh, yes, definitely. Right, and so and so like I said, they're going to be market share wise. Volkswagen, I think, is going to definitely climb up in market share. I think of last year, Volkswagen was maybe uh, market share wise. I think Volkswagen was like maybe sixth place in market share. But by you know, but by you know, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, they're definitely going to be up there. You know, in the, in the yeah. top three for market share. See me, I, me personally, I think it's going to be. Uh, Tesla, nobody's gonna open Tesla, and if they do, it's gonna be so long, it's gonna be so far in the future where all the technology has caught up and everybody's on an even level because this is eventually gonna happen that way. Uh, but I don't see anybody eventually catching up to Tesla as long as, as long as Elon is in charge, it's gonna be really, really hard for anybody to overtake him even 20 years down the line. Uh, because of the way he thinks, but I I agree with you. VW put in a lot of I seen the uh, work and they partner. They're not like Ford and GM and pushing down Tesla, uh, saying that you know I mean they partner. They try to partner with Tesla and uh, have a friendly friendly competition versus trash talking them. So that's uh, good for them. And I think Neo is definitely going to be I, me personally. I think I, I looked into Neo and stuff like that, and I love the cars. I love how they're doing it different than everybody else. Like they provided, I know once they start doing a million cars, uh, once they start doing a million cars, I think the process of their uh, quality control is going to go down. They're really big on service first. They are a service first company and people like that, uh, thinking that uh, they are getting taken care of. Like if something happened to my car, it takes no time for you to come and fix it. They, they They got that on lock. So I think if they can spread that worldwide, it will help them sell their brand and their car. So I think it's going to be the, the, those three as the big three in the near future. Because if you think about it right now, Neo market cap is catching up to Ford already. So like, right. So like they they catching up and they was almost bankrupt this year. So yeah, but uh, again, Neo's backed by by the Chinese government. And so the Chinese That's government strong. wants this, right? The Chinese government <laughs> wants this. I mean, you know, it's it's similar to how Ford and GM, you know, almost went bankrupt, and then and then now, you know, got got a couple yeah. billion dollars, and now they're doing okay again. <laughs> In a similar way, Neo almost went bankrupt, and then you know, magically they got a you know. Well, Tesla too. <laughs> Tesla ain't almost but, went bankrupt. But but Tesla almost went bankrupt. But Tesla didn't get a billion dollars from any government, right? Tesla almost went bankrupt, yeah. and Tesla went and and cut their you know cut the things that weren't working for them, sold sold cars that worked, you know, sold their roadster, then sold the Model S and made money off of it, turned a profit, and then, you know, and used that profit they turned to to make the Model 3, use that to turn more profit to make the Model Y. Like Tesla worked for it and didn't get and didn't get help from outside things, which is why Tesla like you said, right, I don't think it's gonna get defeated because they're the they're the scrappy guys, you know, the scrappy young guys who are showing like, hey, you know, we're going to make something new. Kind of like what Ford was, you know, 100 years ago, you know, when, when yeah. Ford started, Ford was saying, hey, here's a new process. Here's a new manufacturing process, right? Here's a, you know, here's the industrial revolution. Here's a new way to do things. In that same way, Tesla's been doing that. Here's a new way. Here's a new industry. Here's a new way to create things that we've been doing. Here's a new way to make it faster, more efficient. And it's not backed by the government. Like Ford and GM are now backed by the U.S. government. You know, let's be honest. We bailed them, we bailed them out multiple times now. And so they go down. We we don't let them, you know we don't let them fail same as for neo yeah. right neo the government yeah. chinese government's not gonna let neo fail at least anytime well, soon 
in the future they, they might. Ford or GM fail. As I said, the U.S. Like, government won't let Ford. Like, now, back in the day, you know, hundred years ago, we would have let Ford fail, but now we're not going to yeah. let Ford fail, nah. and, and we're not going the same way. China, China won't let you know, won't let Neil Neo fail, fail. <laughs> and so, but Tesla, both countries will let Tesla fail. So Tesla's the scrappy guy who has to actually <laughs> earn it, right? You know what I mean, right? People will let Tesla yeah. fail. People want Tesla to fail, so Tesla's got to yeah. earn it, and they're, and they're and they're carving their way. Yeah, haters are gonna hate, man. Haters are gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Do you think we're gonna be the first one to implement robo taxis, like EV EV robo taxis, or do you think somebody's gonna beat us right to the butt? Like, yeah, I I think the U.S. will probably have the first. uh, A U.S. city will probably have the first robo taxi uh, in Mm. the city because they like Saudi Arabia, bro. So, like so, Dubai or Saudi Arabia or yeah, but like California something. already approved Waymo, and Waymo has a really good system. Uh, Waymo system is very, very, very advanced and good. It just has to be uh, has to be made specifically for that city, right? Like Waymo system isn't usable anywhere. It's only usable in the neighborhoods that you that you do fully mapping out of, right? You got to do yeah. very, very high detailed mapping for for Waymo to work in that area. But California just approved Waymo to, to work in excuse me, in, in parts of, of California. And uh, Georgia and Florida have been saying, hey, come on over for autonomous driving. I'll accept you. And right now in the United States, all over the U.S., there's actually autonomous, fully self-driving semi-trucks doing thousands of miles right now as we speak back and forth. Uh, you know, actually dropping off goods, part of your Amazon deliveries and, and, and UPS <laughs> and things like that, right? Are Actually, there's, there's physically... You know, that's funny. driving Simpsons, things going on right now. That. Right, yeah, remember, yeah, remember the episode <laughs> when, when Bart and Homer are, are going down the road yeah. and they're all like, shh, don't tell anybody, it's a secret, it's the best kept secret. Because <laughs> they don't have the, all the drivers aren't really driving anymore, but they're still getting paid. But that's happening right now, today, right now. There's like five different companies all doing fully autonomous semi semi truck driving uh, in cities. In America, that you have no clue, right? You could be driving right by a semi truck right now. There's a guy up in there, or a girl up in there, but they're not doing the driving, and you know they're there to take over. If something happens, and you have no clue that you know. What I mean, that you literally just drove past a robot that's driving <laughs> right now. So if the if the car is actually driving in this lane, then I definitely know it must be a robot. Because <laughs> that, <laughs> if the semi truck doesn't swerve and cut you off, then you're like, oh, good, <laughs> must be a robot. Yeah. Yeah, if it's like in this lane and driving straight and not swerving, yeah, it's a robot because I have never seen that. So <laughs> I let the robot figure out, hey, let's look like we're really driving and swerving the lane. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so what you say? So you saying right now, right now today, the government allows these uh, semi trucks to drive. By themselves, yes. Well, no, the government doesn't uh, doesn't the government doesn't not allow these trucks to drive by themselves, <laughs> right? That's that's the whole thing is that the government isn't fully weighing in. The government isn't sending representatives down to these companies. The government can't tell you, right? There's no, you know, Department of Transportation, um, even, even on the state level, can't tell you, hey, here's how many trucks are driving through my state right now with nobody in it. Uh, we could tell you for robo taxis, right? Because like we've allowed Waymo to come in practice. We've allowed even when Apple was getting into the game, we, you know, we've allowed Google to to do it. We've allowed Tesla Tesla to test it out. So like, 
on the passenger vehicle front, they've specifically allowed, you know, hey, yes, you can test your autonomous car in this section of the city or in a section of a town, et cetera, et cetera. But for these semi trucks, no, it's it's super. um, I couldn't hear you. You said, uh, last thing I heard, uh, you said Apple. You said Apple had a, uh, was in the game. Sorry, my headset fell out. Yes. Apple, uh, back in early 2017, Apple got into the game. Uh, California allowed them to, to test their self-driving on public roads. Um, I think I think they had like uh, 70 or 80 vehicles out there on the road, you know, within a year, by 2018 or so. They had a handful of them. Basically, they were... They were older mm-hmm. uh, Lexus SUVs. Uh, they were they were older Lexuses. That actually they leased them all from Hertz. You know the the uh, car rental company. So they had a bunch of leased Lexuses. They put their their suite of lidar and radar and sonar, or whatever their suite of autonomous driving software on these vehicles, and they were driving it around. They're driving around no, in California. They like they had full, you know, they self driving cars driving around California to do their no, the no cut data and stuff like that. So yes, Apple was doing it. You gotta go to a genius. You got you gotta go to Apple Genius and they fix it for you. Well, thank you. But uh <laughs> Yeah. So so yes, there there are like I said, there's many companies that have done self driving in the States, but I think Waymo is one of the top uh Waymo is one of the top companies that have been able to do it. Uh Waymo did actual robo taxi in some retired homes. Um Google did like a stint of it just as like a, a publicity stunt. Yeah. But Waymo actually did it in a retirement village. Yeah, they had the uh, second most miles uh, right. of data. They have the second most data next, right. next to and, and they're and they're like a literal billion miles behind Tesla. Um, yeah. multiple billion miles <laughs> behind Tesla. But they did they did a they went back in this is back in like end of eighteen, nineteen they did a uh 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 retirement village and they did a a self-driving taxi scheme in a retirement village where you know where i remember they, that they pick you up and move you to another part of the retirement village uh, they did in florida sorry not california they did in florida and so yes it's 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 possible right um yeah. that's what that's why i say that that the u.s will definitely be the first country or that you know have the first city that has a actual self-driving network and and as i go into it let me Who's next then? Death is going to be someplace in Europe will do it. Once, you know, once a company... So here's the difference. If if any of these other companies, any company other than Tesla does it, they're going to license the, the stuff out. Right? Waymo isn't going to make an electric car or, or even an ICE car. Waymo is, is, is buying and leasing vehicles and putting their self-driving technology, their suite of sensors and stuff with the software onto an existing vehicle, right? Like a vehicle that already exists in the real world today and then using that vehicle to drive around, you know, in circles with no driver. So if any yeah. of these companies do a Waymo, Voyage, any of these companies do it, then all they're going to do is sell that, license it, right? They're going to license their technology to the automakers already existing. And thus, it doesn't matter who does it because everyone's going to do it at that point, right? Everyone, everyone who, everyone will just borrow their, their, their technology. Like we do nowadays, uh, we'll borrow the technology. All the, all the lidars that do blind spot recognizing, you know, all your backup cameras that can, that can sense the curb. That is actually the same patent. Every manufacturer 
except for Tesla, who has that, is using the same patent. And so, yeah, um, there's, there's, there's this, it got bought out about a year ago. Um, I forget the name of the company that bought it out, but this is one company that, that has like 20 of these self-driving or like safety feature patents. They have a ton of patents for cars, but for what we're talking about for self-driving safety features for like being able to read the curves or being able to, to, you know, read license plates or read, um, signs and things like that. And right, there's a couple of companies that own this stuff. Um, and so even like being able to read the license plate with your camera, uh, that's, you know, uh, a mobile eye, which Tesla used to be partnered with, yeah. right? has that patent. So, so there's a couple of companies that have these patents that they don't make cars at all, any vehicles, or they don't make anything with wheels or an engine. They just license the, the technology, they get the patent, and they work it. And what they do is actually patent multiple parts of the process so that way you can kind of overlap the patent for years and years, years going. And they just license, that's how the companies make money. They just license the technology out. And everyone, that's why all the Fords and Hondas and, and, and everyone else all have the you know same kind of backup camera system right have uh, the 360 bird eye view that's a patent you know but all these cars yeah. have it now they've all just licensed the technology the cross traffic alert that's the same patent by a lidar company they all just have it and so so if waymo or voyager any of these companies that's not if apple if any company that's not tesla get it they're just going to sell that technology to every single other company because every company's going to have it <laughs> and right and then everyone will have it if if Tesla does it, Tesla will probably also license out their stuff, but Tesla is doing a different path, right? Tesla's trying to make a general solution. So Tesla's trying to make self-driving that just works anywhere, right? Without yeah. without having actually driven on that road before, whereas like Waymo and Voyage and Apple are doing it even where Neo and, doing and even mapping. Right, and even Neil Jones where you've already mapped out that area before. So you've driven the area once before, twice before, a hundred times before. You you know, it's been mapped with some very sophisticated technology, and then your car can now drive it once it's mapped out, which works really, really well for, for cities, right? For cities and towns um, and things like that are connected, you know, like right, like we have Street View, right? Street View is, is cars with these cameras on top um, driving around and, you know, with, with these camera sensors driving around and giving you Street View. But what, what Tesla's trying to do is Tesla's trying to do like, you know, an AI system, right? Artificial intelligence that can see the road, have never driven it before, and the same way that if you've never driven on the road before, learn what you're doing and just use use your brain to figure it out, it's trying to drive that way. And so if that makes its way out there, then that's going to change the game on how we do self-driving. And we're not talking about robo-taxi at that point. Now you're talking about just anyone being able to push a button and drive to work or drive forever, just drive to a destination, right? Whether it's your grandmother's house way out in the country or whether it's, you know, your work in downtown New York. Okay. Yeah. That sounds really cool that, all right. So our last question of the night is what are some other cool technologies that are going to be implemented. Like you talking about the licenses and the company that licensed to all of them. Like who do you think is going to come up with the new technologies that's going to be implemented in these new EVs that's coming out? And what technology do you think is going to be put in there? And uh, how long do you think we are going to eventually get this technology? Can you go repeat part of that question? Just the first part. What are what are some new or cool technologies that are going to get implement, implemented in these uh, EVs that are coming out? Oh, okay. 
for for just regular technology, you know, things that everyone's going to use every day is going to be like the bird's eye camera, right? Like being able to have that 360 view of your car. Um, but that's already out. It is, but not everyone has it yet, right? So that's going to be like almost all EVs from this point on are, are coming with the cameras, cameras in the right spots to be able to do it natively, right? In their, in their system, in the, in the information system. Also having um, some kind of uh, assistant, right? So having Android autos, having Google there, or having Apple, having a Siri there, like built into the car, not your phone connecting to the system and then your phone talking through your speakers but the car itself has a built-in you know siri uh, uh i don't know what google is called google alexa etc cetera, etc cetera. having your car have a built-in in system that works as fast and snap as your phone that's going to be th- those two things i think that you know all the evs are coming out from today till you know for the next couple of years are all going to have that feature and it sounds like simple but you know the same way how you know if you asked five six seven years ago how much you ask Siri for stuff you never did. And nowadays, you know, Alexa's listening to us right now, right? <laughs> like nowadays yeah, yeah. we're using it for everything, right? We, we use Alexa's and Siri's and all that stuff for, for all kind of controls from our house to, yeah. to setting stuff up. So that's going to be in your car too, right? Where you can be like, Hey Alexa, you know, warm up the car and your car's warmed up. Yeah. And I so, personally think yeah. what technology, uh, we're running short on time, but, uh, I think the personal technology that I think is going to be an open interface where cars are talking to each other. Like they're going to have it where, so if you're driving and you want to switch lanes and speed up, uh, the car can communicate with each other. So it will stop on accidents, stop on braking and stop on traffic jams. Do you think that's going to be implemented in the next like, what, what about 2040? Um, no, <laughs> maybe I, I think it's something that could be implemented, right? Like it's definitely technology that could exist and would make and would make driving better if people if people you know had that right if it worked. But the same way how your phone and my phone if we're side by side don't talk to each other, right? Like if I send you a text message and we're three feet away from each other, it still goes up to a cell phone tower, goes to a main building up in the space comes back down to another building goes back to the same cell phone tower it left and then goes to your phone you know what i mean the same way it does a huge loop around the world before it gets to you even though we're literally two feet away from each other how yeah. are how our current system of the internet and, and near field communications works i don't see that being a thing right even, even airplanes right now which have to coordinate that kind of information still don't directly coordinate the information to each other it still goes to a central hub and it goes to air traffic controller and then back to the aircraft and so right even even aircraft that that's information that's super super vital they don't do it that way and so i just don't see car manufacturers creating it that way i think they could and they should i think that would make things so much better like you said right like if, if my car knows that your car is coming 80 miles per hour down this road it could adjust for that but that would require both our cars to understand where they were in the world and and how it relates to other cars and then know who to send the information out to and so unless there was a center central hub for all of our cars to talk to i don't think that 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 will be a thing all right so so a mixture of of using bluetooth and artificial intelligence and wi-fi connectivity you said uh before we talked in a, a podcast or maybe our first or second podcast we talked about uh 5g uh right. how that 
how that might change everything. Do you don't think with the development of 5G, Bluetooth, uh, internet connectivity, or something on that lines, they'd be in and out being able to talk to each other, and with artificial intelligence, will be a way where they can communicate with each other and drive seamlessly with each other. No cutting off. You get to your destination fast. You can drive 120 miles per hour without stopping. Yeah. No traffic jam. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I I don't think that. I don't think that people the same right same way with your phone right now. Do you want your phone connecting to all the phones around you all the time and sharing your information with all the phones around you? I don't think just that people, particular information. It, but it would it would share it would share who you are because it share who you are right. I'm the red Tesla. Right with this unique ID number, so it's not confused with the other Tesla behind me. Right, it has to share who you are with some unique ID that identifies your vehicle, and then your location and your time. Right, it needs your speed and timing. So and your location, so it can know where you are in relation to it and where you're going in relation. Right, and so it is sharing that information with all the cars around you. And so Xbox profiling. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. You're right. Yes, I'm saying you're profiling. You are now profiling yourself, right? And then your car is tied to you, obviously, unless you're borrowing my car. It's like you know, that's tied to me. But you're sharing that information with. So when you're driving with your phone right now, do you leave your phone on Bluetooth and allow it to connect to all the other phones you're driving by or you're walking by? And then would you want this to leave a piece of information on all those phones? I mean, yeah, it makes yeah, crime so much easier to solve. But I just don't think that people necessarily want that right now. I think we've gone. We, we let a lot of freedoms go. I don't think we're at that point yet where we're willing to accept that. Right? Where I'm willing to accept, here's not anonymous data. This is private data, not anonymous. This is private data that I'm sending to you and to everyone around me, and I don't know who you are. I don't think people are willing to accept that yet. I think people will just, you know, turn without putting their blinkers instead. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be robo-taxis and other cars, and a lot of people are going to be taking like these robo-taxis but the robotaxi, right, which is why all the robotaxi systems right now are designing in a way to where they're seeing the world around them and understanding it, not in a way where they're relying on someone else to tell them where they're coming from. I'm not saying it wouldn't be safer. I'm just saying that that's not how we're doing it right now. And thus, I don't see us just magically changing to it that way. We have to change how we do communications to have to have direct communications between devices like that. Okay. We talked about it before how like hard it is for devices to to communicate with each other, <laughs> right? And uh, how people are afraid to open up their uh, their users. That's the math. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, maybe like maybe in like thirty years we probably can accept that hey, all our information is out there anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, may, yeah. Maybe another generation too. We might. We might. Yeah, all our information is already out there anyway. Most people don't know that. They think their shit is safe. But mm-hmm. they will post the strangest thing on Facebook or Instagram and then be like, oh, my if, oh my privacy, my privacy. <laughs> this is the reason why I don't have uh, self-driving cars that be able to drive 225 miles per hour on the road. It's because people don't want to give away their little freedoms that they already twerk and have <laughs> fan-only pages anyway. So it's so strange. Uh, that people won't accept that. Yep. You know what I mean? You got fan. You you put on your 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 private your public Facebook, and you got fans only or only fans page. Yet you don't want to share your information to have a self-driving car that could drive 200 miles per hour. Hey, Not we're cool, like man. that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
this is going to conclude our episode for today. You got any uh, last uh, last topics you want to bring up? Nope. Okay. Awesome. Everybody, be, be safe, stay cool, and have a nice day.